Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hey, what's up? I'm former Bills receiver Stevie Johnson, and you listening to Nate and the fellas on the Circle in the Wagon podcast. It's only one way to roll, and that's through the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. We here. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Um, apologize, wanted to start this a little bit earlier, but it is my amazing son's birthday, his seventh birthday party, uh, one of by the way, three or four birthday parties that he gets to share. I didn't get three or four birthdays as a kid, but my lucky, amazing slash spoiled son also gets those. So today was day two of three uh, celebrations or four celebrations, depending on how you look at it. So that's the reason why the only reason I did not do uh, a space right after the game. But at the, at the same time, you know, the whole thing's going on um, since the game ended since even before the game ended, um, you know, all I've been able to think about is the game. <laughs> and the ending, obviously, is not what we thought it would be. Um, for those of you that are not familiar, this is, my name is Nate. I'm the host of the Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. This is our Twitter Spaces recap episode um, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourself a favor check out the Delago Resort and Casino. Um, yay, man, you might as well make a bet and win because uh, as a Bills fan, um, those these games are not getting a whole lot more enjoyable. Um, I, I got to ask you guys before we get into it, and this is a Twitter Space episode, so this is your opportunity as a fan, as a listener, as someone as a Bills Mafia member, this is a chance for you to get your thoughts in um, if you want to on everything that uh, that happened today. I'll give my thoughts uh, first, and then we'll go from there. But uh, first thing is, uh, this just feels like a drought-era Bills loss, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like uh, the Bills did everything they could to clutch, take a loss out of the grip of victory? What, what's the term? Um, snatch, snatch loss out of the, the, the grasp of defeat, uh, the claws of victory, whatever it is. Um, I'm just at a loss for words. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, uh, 
a little a little upset at what I saw today. Not only that the Bills lost, but that they lost so many different ways. And just when you thought that they might be able to do whatever they could to win the game or have a chance to at least tie the game, I would have taken a tie at the end, by the way. And I said this before I knew the Bills were going to lose. Um, but man, just just the way things are going, man, this is this is just a rough two game stretch and three games if you count the Packers. Uh, win as a like a rough game too um I don't know where I'm at with the team right now I think the Bills did everything that they could to win the game and then they went above and beyond you know just to try to lose the game I mean what was that what was that fumble of a snap in the end zone with 41 seconds left in the at the end of the game the Bills defense does everything they can to stop that fourth and goal the game's pretty much won because if you think about it okay the Bills were up by what was it? Four at that point? Was it three? Four? Can't remember. I think they were up by seven now. Um, but uh, they're trying to. Uh, they basically get the ball. They would have taken if they had even taken a safety at that moment in time. It would have been better than what happened. Obviously, a touchdown. It's a worst case scenario. They somehow find a way to battle back and get into uh, field goal range. Kick a field goal. Um, they're in it. Of course, they miss. You know, the, the coin toss does not go their way, of course. So now they uh, the Vikings get the ball first, and they go down the field. They get the field goal. Uh, the Bills get the ball. Josh is just, you know, he's, he's running the ball. Um, he's making some good passes. And doesn't he end up making a boneheaded throw in the end zone to lose the game? I mean, I was thinking, like I said earlier, I was thinking Ty. Ty I would have taken um, over over. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking win at that point. Uh, but anyway, you guys are requested and I want to give you guys a chance to talk. This isn't just about me. I'm going to give my thoughts, full thoughts on a later podcast um, that we're going to record tonight. But um, my guy Colby is in, um, he DM me directly. He's like, Hey, when can I get my thoughts in Colby? This is your chance, brother. How are you doing? Um, I don't know what to say, man. I, I'm kind of just feeling how I got mixed emotions. My college team also lost this week. So it's just, it's just kind of, it's been sadness. And uh, uh, I just, the Bills had plenty of chances, especially after we stopped Kirk Cousins on the goal line, which, you know, people can debate if he was over or not, but uh, he, his, his elbow was down and it's just, it, we thought, I thought we had him there and then we fumble the ball and it's a touchdown and <laughs> It's just disappointing, man. It's really disappointing. Now, I will say, I really don't count the Packers game since it was a win as a, as part of this kind of skid we're in. But I do have to say, though, Josh Allen, you know, he's making mistakes and he's making himself look like he's not the guy. Which I and it's a hot take of mine, but. <laughs> Maybe he's starting to kind of show us that he's not, and I don't. And I really don't want to say that, man, because I love Josh. I I think he's he's a great QB, but it's starting to seem like he's just making himself and just beating himself. And then the defense didn't help today either. Um, I will have to say Matt Milano and you know Ed Oliver and uh, Von Miller had great games. Um, you know. Christian ben, uh, Benford, he did what he could. I mean, <laughs> he's a rookie. He'll make mistakes. 
Uh, he's going up against one of the, probably one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, but it was just a sad game, man. It's just, you know, you can't beat yourself up. And clearly, Josh Allen, he, you know, one thing about Josh Allen, he owns up to his mistakes. And he's in the past two games, he's been owning up to like it's on him. So I, I do like that about him. And I do think he's going, they're going to change some things. Like they can't do this because this is definitely a Super Bowl roster. And this is definitely a roster that can win the e, the AFC East and win the AFC and win the Super Bowl. So you, they got to make changes, man. And it's just, it's sad. But <laughs> go Bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bills, man! Sorry you, uh, sorry your college team lost, and sorry your uh, your professional team lost, man. That's uh, that's really tough. Appreciate it. Go Bills, man! Thank you, Go. Um, Colby's a man. Uh, so real quick, uh, a few things that he mentioned: Singletary fumble. Um, it's such a shame that if that was the other way around and they had ruled him down, there would not be, in my opinion, irrefutable evidence to say the other way, right? Like. Uh, it was just whatever the call was on the field was what was going to stick because it was so close either way. I thought I didn't think it was a fumble, but at the same time, I could also see a, a splinter of evidence as to why it could be. And that's all they needed to decide that the ruling on the field st- stood, which was extremely frustrating. Um, the turnovers uh, that Josh Allen had today, um, leading into Colby's point about maybe Josh not being the guy. He had two interceptions, that one super costly fumble. Obviously, there was a costly interception, too. Um, not being the guy. Hey, man, like, <laughs> I, I still think I still think we've seen a lot more of really, really good Josh than we have, like, this okay slash below subpar Josh. I mean, and he was playing with, with an injured elbow also. Um, but just like that idea at the end of the game, just, I mean, the fumbling of the snap, like just, I don't know. Um, it makes me think, I'll tell you what, Colby, I, I, I don't know if I don't think that Josh is the man, but I'll tell you what I would be worried about Josh Allen in a Super Bowl right now, because if you put this same Josh Allen in a Super Bowl, he is not ready for that moment. I mean, if, if getting uh, a snap on fourth down to end the game, and to do like a QB dive because unfortunately they couldn't just, you know, uh, kneel in the end zone. Of course, kneeling in the end zone would have been way better than what happened. Um, I think, I think you have to look at it as it's a good thing. He's not in the Super Bowl right now. He's not ready for that moment whatsoever. Um, next thing is, uh, he said the defense didn't do him any favors. I mean, geez, I I mean, Frazier, Leslie freaking Frazier, like put somebody on Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson had 193 yards today. He had 193 yards today. And, like I've, I haven't really watched Justin Jefferson a lot uh, watching watching him uh, play live. Um, he's the real deal, man. Like he is an amazing wide receiver. Uh, those at least two catches he came down with, he had absolutely no business catching. And you can't put that on Christian Benford or um, Dane Jackson, which I thought you know they did as good as they could. I guess. Um, I mean, he's just he's just the real deal, man. <laughs> so uh, I want to let you guys weigh in on what Colby said and get to your own points um, because I thought there were a lot of good ones. I'm going to head over to Private Joker 2003 for that real quick Private Joker 2003. I know I said this over Twitter, uh, but you're my guy. Uh, thank you for your service this this Veterans Day this past Thursday. Um, thought of you, man. Um, or I'm sorry, is it tomorrow? Jeez, 
I'm way off. We, my kid celebrated on Thursday, so that's why I'm thinking it's Thursday. Yeah, no, um, Veterans was yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yes, Friday. Yeah, I didn't right? know it was because Friday? Friday was the Marine Corps birthday. So am I? Am I wrong? Was it something? I'm like, I'm no, wrong. you're no, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think I thought it was the Marine Corps birthday. So my dad's a Marine, yeah. and so I thought he said Thursday was too. But either way, man, thank you. For yeah, your Thurs- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. I'm, I'm jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. You're, it's, you're, you're, dude, this game has a this game has me. Yeah, everywhere. you're you're I'm a better sorry. marine than me right now. I'm um <laughs> I'm all like discombobulated, but um but yeah, you're right. But no, th- just real quick on what the last caller was just saying. I absolutely am still sold 100 percent on on Josh being the guy. Like, there's no question in my mind about that. But it's also, I mean, he's he choked. Like this game, he like he absolutely choked. There's no other way. It was a drought era type of choking that we saw like during this game. Like I hate it. <laughs> like I wanted, I want to move past it and like get this out of my mouth because it's for. I mean, really, it's two and a half games now. That that's that's basically what we've been seeing. And I, and really, like the the thing about it is that aside from the really bad plays. I mean, it really was just the choking thing because if you would if you would have take those away, a lot of the bad narratives from this last week would have gone away because everybody was getting involved. You know, Gabe Davis actually bounced back and had a really nice game. Um, Isaiah McKenzie contributed. He wasn't like you know crushing into the stat sheet, but he had some nice timely plays. Um, Singletary had some nice nice runs besides the one questionable fumble call, but. Um, but he just choked. I mean, that's that was the story in offense and on defense. To me, what I what I see is just like a severely uh, weakened roster from injuries. Like I don't really know. I don't really know how much better. I just it's kind of the same thing as last week, but worse in some ways because Rousseau wasn't playing this game, and then you had Edmonds go out too. Um, and with that cast of characters, when you have like Jaquan Johnson back there, Cam Lewis like playing safety, it's just bad. Like it, it, it's they're they're an average defense with those players, in my opinion, nothing more. Um, and then on top of all those things that we that we were talking about with offense and defense, the other portion of it is that I feel like McDermott literally out of thin air manufactured sort of like a panic by going for it in that fourth and two call instead of just taking the points. And to me, it just felt like things went off of the rails in both offense and defense. Like after that kind of inexplicable call to me to go for it right there yeah let's see what, what do you remember what the score was at that point when josh threw it was right before because the Vikings scored right after that interception and uh, was at the fourth quarter wait was yeah the interception i think they yeah they scored the touchdown there and then at that point i think they were only down by well they would have only mm-hmm. they would have only been down by six right no yeah, they, they they only scored six points in the whole second half. Yeah, um, and that was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I what you were saying, like all all good points. I mean that you're right that that I don't know why they didn't just kick the field goal at that moment. I'm trying to find the score at that point, but um, I can. I mean, I can, you're right. I, man, I, go ahead. No, no. I think you're right about manufacturing pa- panic because at that point I was like. You know, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay taking three at this point. Like, you know, this is a game that's going back and forth. Like, let's let's end this. I don't think we need to go out and forth into it. What they were like the the Vikings 18 yard line. You know, like like we're up. I think at that point by two scores. Like, sure, it is you know 13 or maybe 16. I think it was 13 at that point. What it would have made. Like, does that really get you much? Like, not really. But um, 
what, what do you so I feel like every loss we we're talking about Josh Allen choking today. I feel like every loss this season has been attributed to mostly Josh Allen choking. If we yes. can, if we think about it, I mean, sure the defense isn't great. Think, and go ahead. Yeah, I think this one was kind of. I think this one was sort of equal. I would put it like last week. I would say it was mostly Josh Allen choking because the as, as much problems as the defense had at certain points, the Jets only scored twenty points. You know, the the the, the defense was exceptionally bad in critical moments in this game. I mean, it's the fourth and eighteen. There were numerous like third third downs that got converted. I mean, they were situationally freaking terrible to the point where I was like spiking my cell phone um, on the floor of the bar room that I was like, and literally that's not made up. <laughs> it's amazing that you're, right amazing now, that you're talking to me right now. Was. Yeah. What? It's, it's amazing that you're talking to me right now from your phone, most likely. They have to bounce it off the bar floor. I wanted, I, I was hoping that you do the space like immediately because I, I, I had like so much bad energy that I needed to get out at that moment, but I've been like, waiting for this to start. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to your point, like, and I, I can understand why. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about it. I mean, minus Dane Jackson, they're all backups at the secondary yes. level today. Every single yeah. one of them. And even Dane Jackson, I would say, I would argue that he was the weakest point in that whole secondary. Yes. When you have all the starters playing, right? Right. Yes. hundred percent. So their best maybe, player is their worst player. Typically that's back there. So yeah. maybe I don't put it all on the coverage of Justin Jefferson like I was going to, but I mean, tackling was an issue again at certain points. I mean, just think about that 81 yard uh, touchdown yep. that Dalvin Cook had, which is so but who, rare. But who was the secondary player that was back there when that happened? There yeah, was, 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 who was it? it I, I forget. It was one of those, one of the cornerbacks that's not one of their preferred ones, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was out there that that missed. I think it was. I think it was Benford actually. Yeah, he, was Benford, Benford was not bad for mm-hmm. most of the game actually. Benford actually, but that yeah, he that's right. That was Benford because he completely. It wasn't like he just missed the tackle. It was like he mm-hmm. barely even touched him. So he, I mean, freaking Cook just went running straight through almost at full speed. And then there's there are other slow ass safeties that aren't their starting safeties aren't fast enough to catch to catch Cook with a full head of steam. Yeah, so that was a hundred percent, not a hundred percent, but, but with, with, with even like half of their starters, that play would not have been an 80 yard touchdown run. I don't believe. I mean, minus their defensive line. I mean, they were just in the, which they were missing Greg Rousseau on. I mean, you're talking, they missed Tremaine Edmonds. They lost him in the middle of the game. Um, and everyone, but Dane Jackson. So literally what is that? Six starters. And I don't think that Edmonds was in. That's another good point. I don't think that Edmonds was in on that play. In on that play, yeah. No. Yeah. Which some might argue that that might not matter, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, it, it might have. It might have. We we don't. We'll never know now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there, there's a lot of good points there, man. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna add to it? Um, no, I've I've been hogging the mic at this point. I mean, you know, my only other thing is just that I do think that they'll get it turned around. I think that offensively, I I I really just think that Josh is he's in a slump. But I think that the majority of his play lends me to think that he's going to play his way out of it and that he'll be good. My bigger concern is the defense. I just don't know how long they can. I think they they have an average defense on the field right now with these injuries. So that's about that. that those were kind of my final thoughts. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's a great point. The number one defense and kind of gets thrown around pretty often and uh, I think they're a good defense still but uh not not where they need to be you know to get, I don't think you can scheme around missing six starters or whatever 
it ended up yeah. being. So <laughs> so appreciate appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you very Thanks. much. Go Bills. Go Bills. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Private Joker brought up a lot of points. I mean, you can definitely tell. I know he wasn't as fired up as I'm sure he was after the game. I'm sure a lot of us are a little bit more level-headed. I'm still angry, though. I'm sure you are. I know he was uh, listening and and uh, wondering what the heck happened um, in that game uh, at the end. I mean, Josh, it's just like, you know what's funny is there was a play where Josh had to spike a ball against the Miami Dolphins, their first loss, before the end of the half, and Josh botched that snap. Now, did he fumble it? No, but he didn't. He, he bobbled it enough that he couldn't spike it or else it would have been called, uh, um, at least he was smart enough to know then, that it would have been called a uh, intentional grounding at that point. So the Bills didn't end up getting those three points before the end of the half, which ended up being the difference in the game. So there's that. Um, and then, you know, you had that botch snap in the end zone today. So maybe a common theme. I don't know if that's a common theme of Josh choking in big moments or it's just, you know, just two bad luck plays. I don't know. Well, let's talk over. Let's get over to uh, Daniel Polly. I wanted to get his thoughts, and he's been waiting up a while. Appreciate you waiting, Daniel. What's going on, man? Oh, did I lose you? Your mic went, might have went Can off. You hear me man. now? Oh, yes, I got go. you. How you doing? Hey, good. I've I, I've I've actually been better. Yeah, but, yeah, we have four but I'm, I'm doing. I'm better now than than right after the yeah, game. But what, what's yeah, up? Man? Uh, so I mean, there's there's a million points to go through on this game. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's almost like the tale of two halves. You know, we, we, we came out firing on all cylinders, you know, it, it, we we're, I mean, we're up 17 points, you know, and then it just like it all fell apart. And, you know, we're supposed to be a team that makes adjustments and plays better in the second half, at least the beginning of the year. Uh, the last few games, it seems like our second halves are like, they made adjustments and we, we didn't. Um, I know, uh, last week I was talking about how, you know, Josh, Josh Allen is human and all that stuff, you know, um, 
which now kind of hurts me, you know, asking about, you know, who's going to step up when a lot of players looked like they stepped up today. You know, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, like uh, Joker was saying. Um, but to hear someone say that Josh Allen isn't the man, he's had a few too many pops because Josh Allen is, is the man. He, he just is. He changed our whole mindset in Buffalo. And he counted for over 400 yards in offense. I mean, yeah, he made two boneheaded throws. I mean, that, the first one, you know, it's fourth and two. I don't think we should have gone for it. I would have taken the points. We were up 10 at that point. Go up 13. Make them score two touchdowns. They had only been in the end zone, what, once at that point? You know, so I would have taken the points. I wouldn't have pushed it like they did. Um, but, you know, that's that's the kind of team they've become and aggressive. And, you know, we, we tell them good job when they make it, and we tell them they suck when they don't. So, you know, fourth and two, I think he's trying to force it. I don't think he saw Peterson hiding over in the corner who popped out and got that pick. Um, the last one, no, that was, yeah, that was, that was terrible. But uh, then again, the way he was running the ball, I think I would have, if I was the coach, I'd have said, pick whatever play you want and then scramble because you just ran for 50 yards in two plays. So why you need to throw it? Keep running it. Go ahead, Josh, win the game, go run the ball somewhere. But uh, I know that's not, you know, a good MO, obviously he's a quarterback. You want him to be able to throw the ball, but I don't know. That was just, he was running the ball so good. And then he, that happened, but what, you know, that's, that's way beyond where we probably actually lost the game. You know, um, yes, I know our defense is completely riddled with injuries and a lot of those plays probably don't happen, you know, with Poyer in the game or Hyde in the game or whatever, just having Milano back. You can see that how, how amazing it was to have Milano back covering the edge stopping screen plays, taking the guy, you know, getting pressure. Um, but it's, you know, it's been the same thing. Josh is struggling with an offensive line that gives him a, you know, a second and a half to drop back and then run for his life and try to find a guy open. Uh, and I think he did a pretty damn good job. I mean, he carried that team, you know, the whole game. So, um, but I think that, you know, the defense, even if you're backups, you know, I mean, you got to know to swat the ball down. It's basically a Hail Mary on fourth and eighteen. He makes a great catch, but Cam Lewis is over top of the ball, swat it down, game over. You know, so, but there, you know, you can say that about a lot of plays. Um, as for the, the, the fumble or the fumble in the end zone, he has had his troubles with snaps and with QB sneaks where he's trying to go too fast and doesn't have the ball yet, or against Tennessee when he's trying to go too fast and he slips, you know, and uh, I don't agree with the safety. I did not want to see Justin Jefferson back on the field. And a three point, you know, a field goal beats you there. If you go for that safety free kick, it they get the ball at the 35. Two passes from you know Cousins, who we made we made him look like an MVP today, which you know that that hurts. Who wants to see that guy wearing chains on the plane again? So, um, so like I said, I don't know. There's, there's I don't want to ramble on, <laughs> but uh, there's there's so many things. And the worst part about all of it is Monday morning. That's the worst part. So, um, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll hear your response. And, um yeah 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 i definitely i definitely did want the safety compared to just getting a yard or at least getting down at the half yard line for sure i was just thinking the lesser of two evils like yeah that was the that was the absolute worst case scenario that could have possibly happened right for the buffalo bills at least at least if you know it's a safety you know the bills don't have to get a feel i mean sure they, they give the ball away or whatever but you know, you're forcing the Vikings to score again. I don't know. Yeah, right. It's it's not ideal, but it's better than than the Bills beat losing automatically, right. or at least losing. So, so here's a question I have for you because I, I agree that really it's 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 way too early to even oh, have yeah. the, and I don't know 
think we should ever have the conversation that Josh Allen isn't the guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the question is, when is the moment too big for Josh? Because, uh, you know, the last, when the game's on the line is when it seems to be that these mistakes happen. You just great. You came up with a, a, a great example of the Tennessee Titans game. Yeah. Um, and, but it's funny because when we've seen Josh down, like the Kansas city game, he found a way to come back. Right. And so it's, it's not like it's, it's not easy. It's not black and white. It's not ones and zeros. Like there are times when he is clutch and mm-hmm. he's the king of the fourth quarter, or he's got a game winning drive in him. And like today, I mean, the, he had 41 seconds left and he drove the field and got that field goal. Right. Right. Um, which by the way, I know this sounds stupid, right? Um, I was thinking at the time the bills had five seconds left. I'm like, man, like you're playing for overtime with that field goal kick. Like, I know you're, I know you're trying, but like with four seconds, man, is it worth just taking a shot in the end zone? Like you'll never be closer to the, to the end zone than right now to winning the game, unless you somehow get back there in the, in overtime. I, I was uh, completely with you. If you're going to go for it, you know, almost, you know, 50%, 60% of the time, you know, go for the win. I mean, you're right there. Josh is on fire. Your defense is tired. Um, but you know, also, yep, you, you know, you you just blew it at your goal line. And then you, you drive all the way down the field, and yeah. you're not gonna. And then you, you know, don't get it for a touchdown. And now you're just, you know, you got to. It's, it's always, it's always the same. You know, if you get it, yay. If you didn't, you should have done this. You know, oh, of um, course. Yeah, and like, quite. like the guys, you know, like, like you know, all the all the football players say, it's a tough to win in this league. You know, these are all professional athletes. It all comes down to execution. You know, you, mm-hmm. the coaches, yes, they, you know they have to come up with the game plan and put you in the right places and make adjustments and, and stuff like that. Um, and which, you know, which we did so well, it looked like in the beginning, but these last few games, it's like, we, we have, you know, I mean, six points in the second half. I was, I mean, that's, that's crazy. And the three points didn't come until the last five seconds. So, you know, <laughs> I, you know and same thing in the jets game. We didn't score in the second half at all. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I think, it always seems like Josh Allen, when we play primetime games, Josh Allen's a primetime player, you know? So I, you know, I said this to my dad, actually, I said, you know, just get us to the playoffs. Then Josh Allen shows up, you know, just get us, get us to the playoffs. You know, I want the number one seed, but right now you're flirting with not even making playoffs. If you keep, you know, losing these games and then you're behind in the, you know, behind in the division and all this. Um, But I, I don't question that he's, he's not clutch enough to play in the big games. I, I just don't know. It doesn't seem like he trusts anyone but but Diggs, you know, to, when it's that time. And if Diggs isn't open, that's when he, he kind of panics and puts it on his own shoulders. And he's got to make this, you know, crazy play, which he most of the time makes, um, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, and then you got to give them credit on that goal line play. I mean, Harrison Phillips, the guy we just got rid of, takes out the center's leg, you know, like you're supposed to do as a, you know, a D tackle on a QB sneak. He takes out that center's leg and. Maybe he disrupted the snap by hitting his, the leg into the ball. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, it just hurts. <laughs> it hurts. To, <laughs> it to hurts lose, all over. To lose so many of these games, you know, that are so close and you, you know you're shooting yourself in the foot. You just, you just know, yes, you are all hyped up, you know, from the, begin, you know, from the beginning of the year. We're all hyped up. This is the best team. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. And when things like this happen and controversy happens, you you know, you start to question it and, you know, I'm sure they, you know, the, the players probably, you know, they play one week at a time. So, you know, they, they, 
I don't know if they're questioning it, but uh, or if it or if that kind of hype gets to them. But uh, you know, you still got to go out and play the games. You know, you still got to go out and execute plays. You got to deal with injuries. You, you got to do all that stuff. And um, you know, it's you can't beat yourself. You know, so the turnovers don't help us at all. You know, the turnover. You know, obviously the Singletary one this week was questionable. Last week it was should have had been Edmonds should have had an interception that they took away. Um, you know, but we're still we're still so early in the season, and you got a long way to go. So I'm not I'm not down on them at all. I mean, I'm down now from what just happened, but I'm not down on the season as an entirety because I mean, we had these ups and downs last year. We lost a couple of games we shouldn't have lost, and then we you know won what three games in a row going into the playoffs. Then we dismantled the Patriots, and then we took the Chiefs all the way to where we should have beat them, and then once again. We did what the Bills seemed to do, just kind of <laughs> brain fart, you know. So um, it's it's sports for you know they're 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 so entertaining and so fun and but they're heartbreaking, you know. Amen. Um, but that's the best part about them. Just a lot more fun when when you win. <laughs> so hopefully we can get this thing figured out and everybody can start to take care of the ball. We can get our players back, like we got Milano back, which you know you can see the difference if you get. Poyer back, you'll see the difference. I mean, that guy, that ball, Jefferson probably doesn't catch it. That gets swatted down, like the other guy said about the the 80-yard run. Yeah, Benford missed him on a one-on-one tackle, but he's a rookie going against Dalvin Cook, who's a Pro Bowl, you know, Pro Bowl mm-hmm. running back, and he put a hell of a move on him. But where's your safeties? You know, he shouldn't, he still shouldn't get 80 yards. But you can see that Cam Lewis didn't get over there in time, and he beats him to the edge, scores a touchdown. So, you know, you uh, you just gotta. Put this one behind him, I guess, somehow, and somehow get through another week of work of dealing with this every day and hoping that your coworkers don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go from there. So yeah. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you chat on it. I like your podcast, and uh, thanks for taking the. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely, Daniel. Thank you for for everything. Uh, everything you included in there. It was all. It was all good stuff, man. Hey, go Bills. Thank you. Go Bills. Bye. Daniel, Daniel, that was that was, that was great. Uh, he kind of said a lot of, of what we're seeing, what we're all kind of thinking. Um, if Milano isn't here, you know, maybe the Vikings don't put up 33 points. Maybe they put up 45 points, you know, uh, having Poyer in. Maybe they only score 20, you know, all these things. Josh Allen did enough to win today, and then he also did plenty to lose today. It was kind of a funny, like, tale of two halves. Um I think I think uh, Daniel mentioned earlier, and it was like a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde of, of Josh Allen. It's like you know the the fumbles, the interceptions, and then the great scrambles, the great passes, getting it to Gabe Davis, um, you know, to the end of the game, just to just to get it within field goal range. Uh, you know, we had everything today, everything. So um, you know what, and I think Daniel's the way that he concluded his call was basically the right way that we should all approach this is in the fact that you know the bills did something similar last year and they went into the playoffs red hot and if not for a brain fart as he said or uh you know a complete collapse coaching wise which i'm very confident that they will never do again hopefully (laughs) hopefully never do again i'm very confident that man maybe they might do it no um that then they win that game they're in the afc championship game and you never know what happens from there so uh i mean you know, you think about it, like every loss that isn't a blowout always comes down to one player too, right? Or just a few that you can nitpick. So 
that there's always going to be that, um, you know, going from the Chiefs game last year to every single loss this this year where they probably, what did they lost by a combined five, eight points, three losses by a combined eight points. So there you go. Um, the Bills are still very much uh, in the driver's seat of their destiny. It's just a matter of, you know, if they can stay in their lane and get to their destination and not swerve off the road, right? So thank you guys all for listening. Thanks to everyone for contributing. Again, you guys, uh, I'm always so happy to uh, talk with you folks. Um, There's always so much thoughtful response. I mean, not to downplay any W or not, uh, I won't even get into the callers, but like some radio station callers. um, I think that there's a little bit more thought and uh, context between what you guys are saying versus, you know, just the, the generic, radio call of, uh, caller in callers. Yeah. So appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to listen to our recap show, which will be coming up uh, later on. We're going to post that one at eight in the morning. So check out for that. So for me, Nate, go bills. This episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Uh, make sure you check out the Delago resort and casino in Waterloo, New York. It is a great time. You will not regret it. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. What they gonna do in Matt Milano? Coming with the blitz off the edge Don't you throw it in the air Cause Trey White and Micah High will intercept Von Miller getting double team Now the team getting easy sacks Russo with the double moves Coming straight for the quarterback Take him down, take him down McDermott clapping on the sidelines And the crowd going crazy Mafia, it's our time Josh Allen, it's your time It's the Mafia, yeah Sunday, one Bills drive Mafia, where you at? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. 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 It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, it's the Mafia Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us Number one, no one on top of us Mitch Moore snapped to Josh Allen, looking down the field See no one open, so he scrambled right He sees somebody open, but he off balance So he gotta be focused Dawkins with the block, Allen with the shock 70 yards, will it be called Gabe Davis or Jay Crowder? Down the field, past the whole roster That Steph Diggs make it so easy Touchdown, high I feel rockin' every Sunday Got a hangover on every Monday Get your bass kicked, you know we winning. Josh Allen passing, who gon' pass us? With Devin and Cook, you know we great If you're not a Bills fan, we don't relate Nah Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? No one Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Go Bills!
Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>